It's Friday, July 7th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Stocks and bonds sold off on Thursday after another round of strong economic data solidified expectations of further interest rate increases. The S&P 500 and the tech-heavy Nasdaq Composite each shed 0.8%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average dropped 366 points, or 1.1%. All 11 sectors of the S&P 500 closed in the red. It was the worst performance since May. The benchmark 10-year Treasury yield rose to 4.04%, and the two-year yield climbed 5.004%. The private sector added 497,000 jobs in June, payroll services firm ADP said Thursday. That was well above the forecast from economists polled by the Wall Street Journal. The construction sector added 97,000 jobs in June, the biggest month-over-month increase in at least a decade. In other news, a treatment for Alzheimer's disease is on its way to many more patients across the U.S. The FDA on Thursday granted full approval to Lakimbi, allowing Medicare enrollees to get fully covered treatment with the drug if they qualify and agree to report data to a registry. Most of the 6 million people in the U.S. with Alzheimer's are eligible for Medicare. Developers said Lakimbi could generate $7 billion in annual sales globally by the year 2030. Clinics said they have been flooded with queries from patients eager to use Lakimbi despite safety concerns but adoption will be limited by shortages of doctors and specialty centers that are best equipped to prescribe the drug, neurologists said. Lakimbi, which the FDA conditionally approved in January but Medicare didn't widely cover, is part of a class of Alzheimer's drugs that target amyloid, sticky plaque in the brain that some researchers think plays a role in driving the disease. Around the world, Russian aircraft harassed U.S. drones over Syria this week the latest in a series of Russian actions that an American commander called reckless and unprofessional. Three U.S. MQ-9 Reaper drones were carrying out a mission against Islamic State targets when three Russian Su-35 fighters began to harass the unpiloted aircraft, according to Lieutenant General Alexis Grinkovich, the top U.S. Air Force commander in the Middle East. The Russian planes dropped flares in front of the drones, according to the statement and video that the U.S. military made public. One Russian pilot also flew in front of a U.S. drone and fired the plane's afterburner, an action that military aircraft take to increase thrust, which in this case made it harder for the U.S. to operate their drone. The harassment was repeated Thursday when Russian aircraft again flew close to U.S. drones and released flares. A Russian airplane also maneuvered close to two French military aircraft, forcing the French pilots to maneuver to avoid an accident. Back in the U.S., the Biden administration plans to send cluster munitions, which deploy small bomblets over a wide area to Ukraine to strengthen its hand in a high-stakes offensive against Russian forces, senior U.S. officials said. The White House has agreed to grant a waiver under the U.S. arms export laws to send the weapons, formerly known as Dual Purpose Improved Conventional Munitions, or DPICM. Ukraine has long appealed for the weapons, and the Pentagon has said they could be effective when employed against Russian troops and armored formations as well as trench lines. Human rights groups say unexploded submunitions could maim or kill civilians long after a conflict ends, 
which initially made the White House's National Security Council reluctant to approve the transfer, and the surge in Americans quitting their jobs has abated since peaking during the pandemic, another sign that the labor market is cooling from ultra-hot levels as the Federal Reserve raises interest rates. Americans voluntarily left 4 million jobs in May, the Labor Department said Thursday. That marked a drop of around 500,000 from 4.5 million in November 2021, the highest level in Labor Department records back to the year 2000. The decline in quits adds to underlying signs the labor market is easing, but top-line hiring remains firm. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.